When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, open up that mind, Chris. Open it up. And it's not on the grill. It's in the uh, the pan on the stove and just make a little crust, a little salt and pepper, a little sesame seed. Very nice. It was it was pretty good. You should have made a Dodger dog. Uh, I didn't have, didn't have any hot dogs this weekend. Didn't 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 have the the pleasure. I want to thank all of you guys for nobody responding to the picture. I said this is why I don't this is why I don't. Send I, you said, guys I said this. a heart. I hearted it. No, you didn't. Did you really? I literally did. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna check. <laughs> Emily gonna check. loved the wait, uh, picture. Wait, wait. Let's see here, real quick. Um. Wait, hold on. I'm scrolling up. Oh, you did. Em- I Emily, did. thank you. You're Emily, welcome. thank you for responding to my uh, picture. The There's rest a lot of, you of avocado on it, too. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Just now. No, look. No, no. I know your deal. I can already see you got the little smile. I, I'm aware that you don't care. I'm aware that he doesn't care. She was the one that might have responded, and she did. It's so the I, first time. I take back my criticism. It's the Emily. first time I've ever used this in a text. I just saw yours. <laughs> Let's see. What do you got? Never used it before. Now we got to wait 10 minutes for Travis to scroll. Oh, <laughs> there you go. A little thumbs down action. See, but I get literally I get never nothing. used that before. I, That's fine. I know. I, do that I, all I, the time. I know where well, my looks status good. is. No, it looks but good. you did it during the show. Oh, I did right? it right at the top of the show because I hadn't. You know, Chris reminded me during the the image. Yeah, ten oh two. It was pretty good. I didn't get a chance picture of my little uh, my Asian slaw along the way too. Little carrots, Ooh, jalapeno, the jalapeno, carrots, jalapeno touch there. Uh, ginger, a little spice uh, on that. Yeah, bad a little boy. soy, a little brown sugar. I'm just. It was. It's pretty good. Just saying, Slee, a little sesame yes, oil along the way. I, I, I want to. I've never worked in a restaurant, yeah. but I want to work in a restaurant for no other reason, just so I can say, "Yes, chef." <laughs> you need to uh, once I give you the Hulu, so you can watch the Lakers. Oh yeah, dog, don't forget to send me. That, I, by the way. I, you need to watch the Bear because you are going to love the bear. the bear. It's, it's a show about cooking, and they say "Yes, chef" all the time. What is our uh, turnaround time on the Lakers series? Like, are we going to watch one a day? Are we going to do one a week? Like, what? How are we going to approach our our Laker Hulu they, series? Are they releasing it all at once? I think they drop I, them all at once, right? I I need to look that up. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, assuming that it's one a week, then our answer uh, we have our we, answer we have then. our answer. But what if it's okay? All quick, of them? quick question: How would you prefer to watch it? I'm good for one a week. That's, that's stretching it out like yeah, that. Yeah. I, look, I'm I old go school. back and forth, but I go back and forth on this because there is something about. The anticipation. Better call Saul. Yeah. There's been anticipation every single week. And there's other times you get a series and it's like, bam, it's all there. I think Ozark, that's how it was. And I find myself watching two to three episodes on one sitting. Five, Emily. Two to three two <laughs> to three in one sitting. And it is different. But I, I, I guess it just varies I lose track. You know, honestly, because even if it's something you love, right? Because like, it's like it, three episodes would be three plus hours. Yeah. Well, I, I can't pay attention. I don't have an attention span that's beyond much. A half hour, 45 minutes is kind of my, my max right there. And mm-hmm. I want to watch it, like especially like the Laker thing that's coming up on the Hulu show. Um, I want to watch that carefully. I want to really kind of take the whole thing in. And by the time you got an episode two, I'm thinking about Dodger lineups and what I'm going to make for dinner to the next night. It looks night. like it's going to be all of them. All I haven't ones. seen anything other than like by a weekly basis, but I looked at IMDb and I looked on Google and it's, it says that it's going to be all at once. Last Dance was weekly, right? I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, because it, it was on ESPN before it was on 
maybe they did two at a time. Well, they <laughs> it was one at a time. They had some that were two at a time. Yeah. Some of them were one at a time, but they needed to fill some content. Oh well, gosh. actually, I'll yeah, say a couple. They released it a couple months early. If yeah, you remember that. Recently. Yep. But I think you're right. I think it was two episodes. I, I think it was two at a time. I I, I could be wrong. Ten, I'm going ten episodes total. Five in weeks. Five five weeks. Yep. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was great. We should do more of this. Did you? Did, okay. Real quick. Red Sox and Yankees last night playing the game. Whatever. They have the K Rod cast on ESPN two. Did anybody happen to see the Jeter A Rod? Um, dynamic going no, on. I saw they, some highlights. They, they were it, together. Jeter did not seem like he was having a good time. It, See, I'm I'm right back to where I was. Sleep. Remember, I told you how much I enjoyed the captain. Yeah, and and I liked that Derek Jeter has a little bit more. You like that there was some I thought, drama. I, I I like that he has some personality. I like that mm-hmm. he, you know, there there there's stuff in there. I'm very happy to see it. So there's this famous picture in Sports Illustrated from a million years ago, and it's all these young shortstops who are coming up into the big leagues at the same time. And they're all sitting together on these boxes, mm-hmm. and it's Alex Rodriguez, it's Derek Jeter, um, I think Edgar Renneria was in there, Ray Odornez from the Mets, and, and one or two other guys. I, I, I don't forget, A-Rod and um, Jeter are the important parts here. They all have their shirts off, and they're all wearing gold necklaces. Okay, It's an unusual picture to see, and it's become kind of a joke because it's so awkward, right? They put it up during the game. They said they were going to put it up during the K-Rod broadcast last night. And and Jeter's response was, well, if you do, it's the last time I'm ever coming on this show. Ha, 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 ha. They pop it on, and Jeter is just stone-faced. Just, I'm looking at just it right now. absolutely stone-faced, serious, like, well, that's it. We're done here. Like, dude, it's okay to laugh at yourself. It's okay to have a moment from, yep, Probably shouldn't have taken that picture. We all have them. It's out there. Lighten up. Even A-Rod was able to laugh at himself a little bit. Where do you want to take our photo? <laughs> By the way, we took our we took our picture with all the listeners on Friday. You've got nothing on Derek Jeter? No, no, no. I, I got something for you. Okay. We took our picture with all the listeners on Friday, and right before we took our picture, I said, uh, Trav, I said, you want to go shirts and skins? I don't know why I said that right before we took the actual picture. And in my head, I was just like thinking to my, I'm like, what if Trav actually started taking off? What if he's the only one that had his shirt off in the picture? <laughs> it's unlikely. I mean, even back in the day, even if I looked like Derek Jeter and A-Rod. Look, look at the dude's face. Look how pissed Jeter No, is. he's genuinely upset by it. Or, or at least he appears to be genuinely upset. Dude, laugh. It's okay. It was the 90s. You can have your shirt off and with the gold chain. Oh, and you're fine. Derek Jeter. Right. Right. You you win. You actually. Five World Series titles. Um, you know, it, it, going to the Hall of Fame. There's nobody saying, hey, Jeter, throw this shirt back on, man. Don't look good. Man, just to, lighten up, DJ. It's fine. You're good. All right. Um, Dodgers winning streak came to an end yesterday. Uh, Royals, Royals played well. They, they, The kid pitcher that they had, was he was lights out. He yep. pitched a beautiful game. Good for him. Whatever. doesn't really matter. You're not going to – it's baseball. You're going to lose occasionally, even if it's once every two weeks in the Dodgers case. Craig Kimball gave up another run. Yep. They're pitching him in non-safe situations relatively frequently. Part of it is because they're not in very many tight games and they're just blowing people out. Yeah. He doesn't need to do it. But they've got a real problem back there, and I do not see a solution that's on the team right now. Maybe there's the help is coming in the form of May or Trinan or whatnot, but sleep. Every time he goes out there, it seems like he's in trouble. Okay. And if if that's why they lose the divisional round, if that's why they lose the NLCS, if that's why they lose the World Series, it's unforgivable because this has been a problem all season long. 
Do you think they're pitched? So last two games I want to say he pitched, they were up maybe 8-4 to the Twins, something like that. And then the uh, this game uh, that he pitched uh, yesterday, are they pitching him just simply? How much of it is, well, he's just got to get some reps in. I know we're blowing out teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much of it is, let's see if he can get out of this. Can the guy get into some kind of rhythm? Can the guy gain some confidence in a game that there's no threat of losing or we're probably not going to win the game anyways, like was the circumstance yesterday? How much of it is let's put him in simply to see if we can get any momentum off this guy? Because what he has not shown, it's not like he's come in in these last couple of games and there's either a comfortable lead or you know you know you're not coming back. And it's... Basically, you're facing three batters. You had two strikeouts. You didn't even give up a hit, and it was like, let's move on. Hey, this helps and build some confidence. Which one is it? Which one are they trying to – which one's wh- – where do you think the I front think office the, is? I, right I think it's the last thing you I said. I think so, too. I, I think it's a, hey, listen, put him in there against Kansas City, who sucks. Yep. Let him go boom, 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 and start to build some confidence. Sure. Start to build some sort of repeatable action that's going to allow – because. You're not going to face the Royals and the Twins in the playoffs, right? You're going to face the Atlanta Braves. Yep. You're going to face the New York Mets. Maybe You're the gonna, Cardinals. Maybe the maybe, Cardinals. Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe the Milwaukee Brewers, who they're going to start a series with tonight. He out. There's never a time where you just get a sense that he goes in there and blows guys away in the ninth inning. That's it. Doesn't have to happen every time. But even Kenley, when he was struggling a little bit, there were there were nights three up, three down, couple of strikeouts. Let's get out of here. Soft ground ball to second base. Peace, good night, everybody. He's consistently inconsistent, is Kimbrell. Inconsistent in the sense that there is no, like you're talking about, oh, having he's consistent. those. Well, consistently <laughs> bad. Yeah, well, can see, and it's not catastrophic. It's just not good. It's a couple of hits and a run. A couple of hits and a walk. It's it's He's not giving up three and four runs. He's giving up one, occasionally two, but he's never clean. But it's just bad enough in playoff games that's exactly the difference of a game. Like you know, sure. you don't have to give For up sure. three runs nope. <laughs> to be a to be a bad closer. Are you putting our players? Is there traffic on the bases? It seems like every time that you're out on the mound, is there yes. a feeling that you get? If you and I are having yes. a feeling that when he comes in, there's an uncomfortable feeling from Dodger fans. How about those guys who are waiting on deck or at the plate? You think they fear Craig Kimbrell? Not a chance. Of course they don't. Yeah. Why should they? Look at his look at his track record this year. Of course they don't fear him. Well, look, you cannot have that guy do that over and over and over again because they're going to be playing the Mets. And 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 here here's here's the part about the other side of the country. Jacob Degrom was great again last night. Yep, he had struck out ten guys in six innings. They've got him healthy. They've got Max Scherzer doing what Max Scherzer has done since he's been in the major leagues. They've got a guy at Edwin Diaz who comes in and locks it down. They've got an offense that isn't quite as good as the Dodgers. But like we know, in the postseason, you're not going to win games 10-8 to very often. You're not going to win them 10-7. to Those games are 5-4, to 4-3. Yeah. to that's, that's where those games are typically played. The Mets have a slight advantage in starting pitching, a giant advantage at the back end of the bullpen. The Dodgers are a lot better than the Mets, and it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, the way you just set it up, too. I mean, the chances of Kimbrell coming in a 2-1 game, the chances of him, or let's not even say bringing Kimbrell in in a 2-1 game, the chances of him coming in in a game that's a one-run lead in the ninth inning of the playoffs. Yep. 
These happen all the time. This is literally it's every pic- game. It's picture perfect for the playoffs. So to have somebody that's that, and so what do you think they're thinking right now? Because I, if, if there's one thing that you and I have always, they the, must think they got a guy in house that can do this, or they would have made be, a move. Because I, I'll tell you why. The front office has been so good, and we give them the benefit of the doubt, and we give them credit, and we compliment them like crazy, and we say that, well, you're confident. Let me give you a perfect example. Dodger fans didn't seem that upset when they didn't make a trade at the trade deadline to go get Soto. Why were they not that upset is because they trust the front office. They trust the decisions that the front office has made in the past, obviously their track record and everything that comes with it. But as we sit here today and you don't feel like that closing position has been addressed, okay, then what? It, we, give them the benefit of the doubt. They deserve the benefit of the doubt. Then what's the plan? That, that, I think Try that's just the question. It. I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. There, there isn't one. And by I don't the way, say there that, isn't that could, one. That's a bad answer. Listen, listen. They could say, in their mind, they could say, either May or Trinan are eventually going to come back, and one of those two guys, we're going to hand them the freaking ball in the entire month of September, we'll hand them the ball to go close games, and we'll see how those guys do. All right, the Dodgers don't have a closer right now, but they do have something that their nearest competitor in the National League West does not have. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. See, this is what I like. This is from uh, at Chef Jesse D. Just uh, tweeted at me. Says, your slaw sounds fantastic. Send that recipe over. Text him the picture. I I, I got you, Bowser. I'm going to send that over to you and um, I'll hook you up. Thank you. Thank you for, for participating. I appreciate your love, Bowser. <laughs> This is the best part that you actively turning around in your chair. That's uh, that's the part I like the most. Well, because you weren't talking to me. You, was, you were just talking was, directly to Bowser. I was talking to you about Bowser. I wanted to make sure that <laughs> look. I'm, I, I need I need a little validation in the world. I need okay. No joke. It looks good. It, it was solid. It, it was pretty good. A little. I told did I tell you we had a little. Oh yeah, I told you a little rosé. Yeah. To go with that. Yeah. Kind of kind of coming around on the rosés. I'm not going to lie. It's amazing. It's not. It can't be too sweet. It needs to be a little on the drier side. But yeah, it depends on your preference. Yeah. But it can be. It can be anything you want it to be, and it's perfect for the summer. It and it's perfect. A little. We did a little alfredo. Fresco dining sat in the backyard, um, mm. right there. Had a little music on. It was pretty nice. Kind of. Where's music. our invite? Um, just kind of like uh, mid February, mid February ish, depending on the there. Lakers schedule. Okay. And, uh, weather. Um, Susan picked spear. A little bit what? Burning spear. No, no burning spear. Susan picked it. It was like kind of like cocktail music for like just twinkle, tinkling pianos and Does things like the, that. Does um, 
Does the flood story on L.A. Times, does that change anything from mid-February? Well, no, we got 100 years before we have to worry about that. I mean, it could happen today. It could, because it's between <laughs> today and 100 years. Are you, are 80 you, to 100 I have a feeling years. you and I are similar in regard. Like, you see that headline, you read it, you read the article, and now you're preoccupied with that for at least a few days until some other disaster jumps to the top of the news feed. There's other things I've watched on YouTube. That one didn't even crack the top five or so? There's other things I've watched on YouTube that I feel like might happen before... That's fair. See what I'm saying? Yeah, there, there are other things you know going on. About. Better Call Saul finale. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes. The dropping of the, the Hulu Lakers series. A League of Their Own going yes. out. Is that Hulu too, Emily? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Which one is you? You, had to, you have to live with one. You got you to. You I only got one left. This, um, does YouTube count on that? Because they have their original. Yeah, yeah, yeah for YouTube sure. by far, YouTube. not even close. Emily, you said you're not a Hulu close. person? Yeah, I love Hulu. Why? I, I, don't, I don't spend enough I don't time on Hulu. What am I missing? Other than the Lakers I do think that. Personally, I think that they have the best collection of original content. Mm. So, uh, you know, the Lakers is going to be on there. They have the Bear. They have the Girl from Plainville. They had the uh, the Elizabeth Holmes documentary. They have a lot of really good, like, true crime dramatization stuff that I really like. Um, so I like Hulu a okay. lot, but HBO is great. HBO is good. Prime's good. Netflix is good. No, Netflix is. Emily put Netflix on the go to. Is that your Netflix is YouTube? the worst. Why? They have okay. They have. I feel only, like, like, but I feel like you watch have, a lot of Netflix. I, okay, I watch everything, so I'm just gonna put that out there. But there are certain, there may it's be like, like four shows. It's like saying you hate a restaurant, but you're like, well, I go to it, but <laughs> I only eat there twice a week. Leave me alone. Right, but like Netflix has so much content that is terrible and very little mm. content that is good. But the content that's good, I will watch. So like I, I watch Stranger Things, I watch Ozark, and that's about. It for the Netflix for me that gets me appointment. You're viewing. not a Narcos. I I, I watched the season one and Narcos then didn't keep going after that. I love Narcos, yeah. but again, there is very little cream of the crop and a lot of trash. I feel I feel like she can be like an expert in the streaming world. There's no one like her. Her taste and my taste don't line up on a lot of things. Yeah. But as far as what is where and what is available, she's the go-to resource. She knows what's like, on. Would you be also, surprised if in a year she left us because she got a role? She's running. She's <laughs> yeah. running Amazon Prime. Or she's got no. She got a role to like test all the different streaming services, and they need her. They need her opinion also, on everything. Correction on one thing: uh, the Lakers doc is coming out weekly. I looked at their IMDb oh, it is weekly. Okay. again, and it's. Coming I think out, that's better. But I do too. <laughs> I think it's better because, like you said, it can you can soak it in. You can talk about it. You can create some buzz about it. If it just kind of came out, especially for this, like if it just came out, it might, these episodes might lose some of their thunder. Why do you think there's so much Laker programming all of a sudden? Because we've had, in, in the span of about a year, yeah. we've had Winning Time, mm-hmm. had the Magic Doc on mm-hmm. Apple Plus, um, and then you've had, you have this one uh, dropping on Hulu. Three different platforms, HBO, uh, Apple, and, and uh, Hulu. They're all kind of question. different, but yeah, they're all, they, there's a ton of overlap in all of them too. Well, you could say, you could say, all right, look at, some of the more most popular franchises in the world and just use just stay here and you know obviously in the states the cowboys are an incredibly popular franchise sure. and maybe i just missed it i don't know have there been things just hard, hard knocks, knocks. Really. okay um the yankees. yankees yeah you could say okay maybe the captain kind sort of falls of. into sure. that it's even one. though it's about an individual you're right i mean it's not even close and i mean listen i i know that that is it because we're in la is that why the, no. the, the people that make these shows are all based here? 
I think it's a combination of just interesting storylines. You have different eras. But listen, it sounds like a lot. I mean, right? they would like make something about the Knicks, too, and they haven't really. The difference is, the difference is winning time. That's the difference. How because so? winning time was an actual, on HBO, it was... Dramatized. Yeah, completely dramatized. I think that's what... Because if this Hulu series came out and then Magic had his own thing, th- that happens. Right, like that happens where you cover a team or a franchise or an ownership. I think the winning time is what made it so unique, and the winning time was got you know obviously got a lot of traction too. That needed to go first. That that needed to be the first one because it was the funnest one, right? That the magic one, pretty. It was entertaining. Good. It was just it, pure it, entertainment. It, it, was, it was it was brain candy, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was based on true events. But some serious dramatic license was taken along the way. And it was super fun. I enjoyed every minute of it. But if the, if you went through the Magic Doc, which mm-hmm. is about Magic's life, mm-hmm. if you go through the Hulu thing, which is about the Laker dynasty, the fatigue for Lakerdom, I think by the time you got to, hey, now we're going to put John C. Riley in a wig, mm-hmm. okay, and we're going to have him be able to look just like him, but it's, he's going to keep looking. Jerry West is going to be in his underpants crying on the ground. You're like, yeah, I feel like I've got enough of this. So I, they I, had to go first. I'm curious because for you and I, we're going to watch this Hulu series. We are obviously in L.A. We're talking L.A. sports, and you know we're Laker fans, so I think there's some some part to it. I'm curious how much follow and how much love this gets just for, like you said, people outside of L.A. I don't have that answer. That's but. what winning time was for, right? There yeah, were people, it was. It was just like, hey, you want to watch something fun? You could sell 100%. that to your, you know, your best friend who doesn't watch sports. You could sell it. My girl one. was watching it. Yeah. Right? And and what's her affiliation? She's not watching yeah, Laker she's games. Got, she's got to watch Laker games. Or else you, I feel like that could be a... No, a, I think a, it actually a, works in her... In her in her favor because I'm covering the game, so I'm always either at the game or I'm here. So I think for her, it's like she has this window of eight hours where I'm not around. She's like, yeah, I watch whatever I want. Fernando Tatis's teammates hate him, right? Not, I'm not saying forever. Like they'll, they'll get over it. They'll, they'll, they'll come back around again. But how angry do you think those guys? I don't even say. Do you think they were? When you look at the quotes from Mike Clevenger, from yeah. AJ Priller, from mm-hmm. Bob Melvin, the manager, from really even Manny Machado, that every we got here, we got this far without him. And mm-hmm. can I? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it out of what they say, and I'm just gonna say it how they feel. Man, this guy just doesn't get it because this was not a. This is disappointing that this happened. This was the latest brick in the wall of this guy is a dumbass. Okay, this, listen, this listen. guy mm-hmm. keeps getting hurt in stupid ways. Remember when he was dealing with the shoulder separation? And then we saw that video of him playing soccer in the outfield, and he tripped and landed. All it's like, dude, get you, you, they're paying you three hundred million bucks. I'm not saying you got to be in bubble wrap, but can we pick our spots a little bit here? And constantly having to be around a guy that doesn't get it is freaking exhausting. Let me let me give you an example. The best example I could give is there are certain players who you feel really, really bad for them when something happens. Talk about injuries, right? Like a guy that's been trying to get back, and then he he gets another injury. This isn't the best example, but Jamal Murray doesn't feel like that guy can catch a break. He's mm-hmm. a young player in the NBA. But this this isn't catching a break. This is making your own bad breaks. That's And that's my point. My yeah. point is that you feel bad for certain people that are trying to – they've been in a year and a half, two years, just like continuing to re- – Clay is a perfect example. Clay yeah. Thompson, right? Yep. And, and everybody is – you saw Clay in – I forget what game it was, but the guy was emotional – 
on the uh, on the sideline, sitting on the Warriors bench because of how bad he just wanted to play. He missed the game. He wanted to be there. Those are things that these athletes can't control, and you feel some remorse for. For Fernando Tatis, who's 23 years old, who at one point you could say, Trav, for a close second there, hey, is this guy the, the face of Major League Baseball? Hey, is this guy actually— For sure he was. Right? Like, you can, you can make that argument— that even at age 23, even on a team like the San Diego Padres, is he the face of baseball? Yeah. He has been in control of, and this is why there's no remorse from any of these players, I think no remorse from the GM and things like that. I think they're, you look at somebody and you're like, well, his actions are truly selfish. Like they are selfish, selfish actions on a team sport. Do whatever you want, golf, do whatever, whatever you want, tennis, but a lot of these other players are depending on his success. I think that's it because we – Look, I don't want to say I don't care that he was taking PEDs because I, I guess I do, but I'm also not going to hit him with a scarlet letter that he was using PEDs because I think a lot of professional athletes in just about every sport do, and I think that the vast majority of them get away with it. So the guys that get caught, whatever. But to your point, this is just another act in, 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 a, in a series of acts that demonstrate he's about him. The, the the motorcycle, it's about him. Dude, don't ride a motorcycle. They're dangerous. Yeah, but I like riding motorcycles. I understand, but part of, I, I'm going to tell a quick story. It's not my story. I remember reading this. When Tiger Woods was first becoming super famous, yep. right, and Nike gave him the bag, right, he was talking privately, as it goes, with Arnold Palmer. And one of his complaints was, and keep in mind, Arnold Palmer had been a famous person for 50 years at this point. And one of Tiger's complaints reportedly was, Dude, I, there, there are just some times I just want to be left alone. I just want to be able to do things and not have everybody commenting. And, and Palmer said, just give back the money. Just give back the money. In other words, when you take the money, you take all this other stuff that comes along with it, which is unbelievable. So you're going to have to – I like to ride motorcycles. Cool. But for $300 million, we're going to have to have you put the motorcycles away for a few years. We're going to have to, if you're going to do some stuff you shouldn't be doing, can we make really certain that we're doing it in a way that's not going to torpedo our organization? Because mm -hmm. this year and next year are their two shots with Soto for sure. After that, who knows? So your first shot with Soto is coming without your second best player. Yep. That's a selfish act. Mm -hmm. that Going up against a Dodgers team that has everything, exactly. everything but Kimbrough. And, and, and a closer. they don't have Kimbrel. They have adults mm -hmm. that you, you can mess up once. Right. For instance, look, I, do it again. I don't care what anybody says. Clayton Kershaw saying to Freddie Freeman, what he said a couple sure. months ago, that was a dude. We're done with your deal. Yeah. We're done with you. And who is he saying it to? One an of the MVP in a world series champion. One of the pros pros. Yes. Who I would make an argument that the moment, the moment Freddie Freeman came to the Dodgers, it was another level of maturity, yes. business like this, that, and you had Kershaw, Kershaw addressing him Ker indirectly. Kershaw, are you done with your ex-girlfriend? Because I'm done hearing about her. Mm -hmm. Either either get over it or shut up, because mm -hmm. I'm done. And he spoke for the, and guess what? Not a peep since. Not a peep since. And Freddie's gone to another level. He's been terrific. Who's that guy in, in San Diego to say to T, say, listen, brother, we don't do it like that. We're, we're, we're trying to win a World Series. I've been around here a long time. We're not doing Do you know who tries to do that? It's Machado. Machado tries but to do that. But it doesn't resonate. So I think... he it, doesn't run hard to first base. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Why would I... You, you, don't, you don't do everything every day. Mm -hmm. what, what do you say to that? Mm -hmm. 
right? What do you say to that? What, do you, what is Clayton Kershaw when when Freddie Freeman gets a? You done with that? You can't turn to Clayton Kershaw no, and say, can't. "Well, you." No, you say. can't. There's nothing none to, to say to Mookie. There's nothing none to, to say to Justin Turner. You know who it actually might be now? It might be Soto, even at 23. It's hard to imagine. But just think about no, that. No, you're for a right. Second, I, it's, right? Yeah. It's wait it's a minute. World Series. I've got a. I've got a chip. Um, I've been in that grind. Um, I was a key, key piece for X amount of years. I'm arguably the best player in, in Major League Baseball. I was just going to say, you know what's just as important? I'm better than you. Yeah. I'm better at this than you are. Because there not many people can say that to Fernando Tatis. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't have to say it. It's understood. If you are um, Greg Gaines for the Rams, okay? Aaron Donald doesn't have to say, you should do it like I am because I'm Aaron Donald. He just has to just go be Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And Greg Gaines has to fall in line because eh, it's Aaron Donald. If he, if he's doing it, I got to do it. Same thing with Soto. He didn't have to say, hey, Tatis, I'm better than you. Everybody knows he's better. <laughs> so if I'm taking it seriously, you you better take it seriously as well. All right, 10 years since the last perfect game in Major League Baseball, and we almost got one yesterday, Slee. Got a question for you when it comes to a little superstition along the way. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Are you superstitious at all? Do you believe in the announcer janks or like, ah, he's made 10 free throws in a row that the next one rims out? Is that the announcer's fault? I don't really believe into it. I think you take it to another level. Okay, let me tell the story over the weekend. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is on Saturday, and I look on my phone, and before I know it, it's the second inning. I saw that the Dodgers put up five runs against the Royals in the first, and then before you know it, they put up, they get a couple more runs. They're up seven to nothing in the second inning against the Kansas City Royals, mm-hmm. and I text you and Berg. I'm like, this team is just ridiculous. Seven nothing in the second. And Burke comes back, you know, he says whatever he says. And then you go directly to the baseball gods. Mm -hmm. You gave, first it was a video you sent us of you doing the sign of the cross. (laughs) I don't even know how to do that. And holding a Bible. (laughs) I don't think I have one. And so that's a, you were both a, of those things are unlikely in my house. I don't, I don't know how to do that. And we don't have that book. That's a good start. (laughs) And you immediately were like, bro, don't do that. It, it, don't do that to the baseball gods. It's seven to nothing against the Kansas yeah, see, City you're, you're, I feel like you take it to a completely different level, which then makes me think you're superstitious. Uh, I, I am when it comes to things like this, because what you just described further alienated the gods. 
because you can't pretend, well, it's seven and other, nothing's going to happen. They're, they weren't going to lose that game. That's not the point. But they think, oh, you think it's this easy? Okay. Just saying that they did end up losing the streak a couple of days later. Just saying that uh, Billy Singer, I forget Singer's first name, went out there and looked like Nolan, looked like Nolan Ryan against the Dodgers a couple of days later. So that offense that was scoring eight runs, nine runs, 12 runs, 13, just saying shortly after yeah. you thumbed your nose at the gods, yep. they said, oh, okay, sure. we'll, we'll watch yeah. this. Just yeah. saying. Or you just lost one game out of 13. You can think of it however you want. And All I know 79 is that things and 34 and have a just, 700 winning percentage. Here, here. By the way, how crazy is that? What's that? Their winning percentage? It's stupid. 699. Yeah, it's, it, they're, they're really I don't really think good. I've ever looked at the standings and saw 700 Not this late percentage. in the season, no. They, well, they're on pace to win over 110 games. It's it's bonkers. They're, they're just absolutely fantastic. But here's, here's my thoughts on the superstition now, and okay. here's why. Yep. What's the harm in just making sure? Like, <laughs> you can say, ah, you're just being ridiculous, and I'm sure it's just that the math of it all finally got. Look, you may be right, but what's the harm in just double checking and making sure that you don't that you don't aggravate them? Remember, you were telling me a story on Wednesday when the Dodgers went down four two, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, this this is interesting. Al went to the game and yeah. it was four to two, and then you know what we both said. <laughs> We're both were like, yeah, they're just too good. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I just, wasn't feeling it. I thought I thought just, they were going to come back and win that they're one. They're just too good. Yeah, they are too good. But so yesterday, um, Rasmussen for the Tampa Bay Rays took a perfect game into the night. Then yeah, yeah. watching the Dodger game and um, the guys calling the game. Tim uh, Navarrete was was with Nomar, and he said, "Oh, he's through six. He's perfect. Oh, he's through seven. He's perfect. Oh, he's through eight. He's perfect." And I Damn. wasn't flipping over, so I was. You know, I don't. I just. I, the, the outs in the eighth inning aren't that interesting. Outs in the ninth inning are pretty darn interesting to me. Flip over to MLB Network, turn it on. Here they come. Okay, we're here at Tampa, and here, you know, here he goes. Welcome it's, to the ball one. Okay, no big deal. Next pitch, double down the line. Perfect game over. <laughs> no hitter over. Just it's like boom. I, I got to see two pitches, Al. You know what I'm two doing? Two pitches. You know what I'm doing if I'm at that game. The moment that double hits the line. Oh, you leave. I'm I'm, I'm oh. jogging, jogging to the parking lot. <laughs> Well, just of course. A sprint to the parking lot. Where's this idiot going? Why is he trying to get out eight minutes early? <laughs> well, at Tampa, you could you could probably park your car in the concourse. You could you could pull it right up to next to where they're selling churros. Just just park it right there. You guys mind if I leave it here? Nah, you're good. <laughs> just just leave it right here. Um, yeah, I I, again, I don't believe in the announcer curse. I do believe in when good things are happening for your team. Like if if I'm the Angels, I don't, you know, whatever. If yeah. I'm watching Shohei Otani, I can text you and say, hey, Al, Otani's got a no-hitter. You might want to flip this on. Yeah. I, I don't, if it, you know, it doesn't matter. But if you were a member of the Angels, mm-hmm. you don't go sit next to Shohei Otani no. and go, you ever thrown a no-hitter before? Because you got one right now. <laughs> there's, okay, there's, what there's do the degrees. baseball gods do about a team that's always bad? And you say they're always bad. Do they, they don't just care agree? About that. They don't <laughs> care just, about that. They just, yeah, they're, they're, they're just like, they're, well, how do we know? We know about they're the They're vengeful so gods. They're not a merciful god. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're 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 angry, yeah. vengeful gods. So if you're bad, and they just say bad, they're like, yep, they sure are. They're, they they want to they want to strike at the ones that are having success. Are they at a specific church in L.A.? They're everywhere. They're omnipotent. They're 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 omnipresent. They they constantly are listening to people like Slee and Bergman who are rattling their cages. That was my favorite. The seven nothing game. Like, oh, don't do that, guys. You disrespected them. You guys, shut up. And they lost a couple of days later. I'm just saying. Maybe it had nothing to do with it. But I'll let me counterpoint. What if it did? <laughs> what if it did?
Just think about that. That's why you're we, not thinking now. <laughs> you're driving home today. You can think you know, about Trav that. may be right. He may be. Maybe it has nothing to do with it. What's the harm? Respect it. Respect so it. So I have this a lot for football with field goals. If the announcer says, oh, he hasn't missed a field goal in 18 tries, I know exactly. I, I groan. I say, why the <laughs> heck did you say that? But listen, they all say it. They so do. It's all yeah, I don't believe happen. in the when announcer. Listen, it still sucks. When I, I listen to John and Michael doing a yeah. game, and it's he hasn't missed a free throw in sixteen attempts. <laughs> right. Bang. Yeah, but but John also probably said it at fifteen attempts. Of course he did. At fourteen. At of thirteen. He did. And at every 12. time it. Yeah. It no, that, I, it's not the. It's the. It's the. If you want something good to happen to your team, you can't say it out loud. You got to keep the in inside voices, people. Inside voices. Let's go to Ventura and Timothy. Tim, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? Hey guys, um, I went to the game on Saturday night. It was a great ball game they in Kansas City. Early, like you guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I work for a, I work for an airline, so I get to fly for free. That's awesome. And uh, is there a password that I can have right? access to that you can send me my way? <laughs> uh, just be a good buddy of mine. That's all you got to do. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So I've, I've got about half the stadiums done. So I, I went to KC, had a great time. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, this is a great ball game. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of baseball pride in Kansas City after I was talking to some of the fans. And sure enough, the next day, thank goodness I didn't go to that game in the 90-degree heat because it's flipping hot out there. <laughs> um, you know, it was a great, a great game for Saturday, but not so much on Sunday. I was on a plane coming back home. You timed it just right. You timed it just right. It's a good ballpark. I, I did time it just right. And just like in the movie Moneyball, you know, they say, like, look, none of this matters, this stuff, guys until they win the last game. If they lose the last game, it, it's over with, right? So all this is great, So, but we got to carry this all into the playoffs, and hopefully they're not peaking too soon. Yeah, Timothy, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, I'm not a big subscriber into the peaking thing in baseball because every day you start over again, right? Every day it's a different pitcher. Mm-hmm. Every day you're right back they're to the really beginning. freaking good. That's it, yeah. right? That, that's the point. But he brings up a good point, this idea of – it doesn't matter until they win the last game of the season. Yeah. He, he's entirely right, but they're so much better than the rest of the field this yeah. season that the, the 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 variables that are involved in this stuff most of the time they feel less meaningful than they ever have before. They're playing so well that that ninth inning thing is really scary to me because they're just better. They're better than the Mets. They're better than the Cardinals. They're better than the Padres. They're better than the Brewers. I think they're better than the Yankees. I think they're better than the Houston Astros. Those are the best teams on the other half. The Hey, hey anything can happen in a short series. Yeah, but you're that much better than everybody else. I'm, I'm not saying that other teams don't have incredible expectations. Uh, listen, the New York Yankees, there is something about they either won a World Series or they didn't. You know, you make that argument with the Lakers. You make the argument with a few different franchises out there. But they're pretty much the only team that you can sit here today and say, and I'm talking about the Dodgers, if you don't win at all, nobody cares about the result, how you got there, this situation, oh, we had a little bad luck or something along those lines. Honestly, nobody cares. Because if the Yankees lost in the World Series to the Dodgers four games to two— Yankee fans would be pissed. I don't know. Listen, they'll be pissed, no question about it. But to just kind of compare 
the Yankees, what they have versus the Dodgers, what they have. I, okay, let's put it this way. You can have disappointed fans with other fan bases. Nobody's going to be more disappointed than the Dodgers. You don't have – it's not just even this year. It's the sample size of how much success and what you've been able to cash out. Figure out the ninth inning, guys. Figure it out because we're in the middle of August. You've got a month and a half to figure out what plans B through. Is the ninth even important? Yeah. it's I, I, it's You know what's great? What if it never is? How great would that be? Well, you know, they win the World Series this four is, games to two. I, I will tell you this: this is very unique in that winning streak that they were on. We talked about this earlier. There is very rarely a save opportunity. Yeah, I think there was two, two. You're right. One two run game and one, one three, three run, run game. game. Yeah, there were two. They it won't be like that in the postseason. No, no, no. It's they're not they're not going to blow yeah. out yeah. the Mets four times. They're mm-hmm. not going to blow out. The always gonna St. Louis Cardinals yep. four times. I don't think. I mean, if they did, that's fine, but I'm not going to. Kimbrell doesn't even get one game. <laughs> they didn't get a roster <laughs> spot. <laughs> Just, look, we're going to have to kick the you-know-what out of these guys four times. The Reds, put another bat. Leave Trace on the roster. Get, get another guy right. Just, Just we'll figure out the ninth inning when we figure out the ninth inning. The dump. Super crosstalk coming up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Slee, did you see the young man? And this was so great. The kid, you finish your conversation? <laughs> the kid at the Little League World Series who goes up to bat and he's got his batting gloves on, right? And he hits just a mammoth home run, just a bomb of bombs. He doesn't have... Uh, Franklin batting gloves. They're not Easton's. No, they're no. not Nikes. They're not any of these no. things. They're like he got the work gloves out of his dad's toolbox. <laughs> they're the kind that you go and get at Home Depot to go, you know, dig a hole or pull weeds or whatever it is. This kid's up there That's in construction baller. gloves hitting bombs. It was You're going to awesome. tell me that this guy, you know, we talk about you and I, if he sees a rattlesnake in his, uh, his bath or whatever that was, he's going to get the rattlesnake. <laughs> you and I running the other way. That's a real man at 12 years old. He'd have it dressed and cleaned and fried up by the time that you got back into the house after seeing the rattlesnake. It was, I, I, you're going to have a bunch of kids try that. I guarantee my, my son, I've said this a million times, um, plays high school baseball. I want him to go hit with work gloves. Like, I don't want him to do anything other than find some. And I don't want him the ones in my garage because yeah. they basically look brand new because I never use them. I want him to go find them, like, off of a You want to impress man. me? Put on those doctor gloves, the blue ones. The latex? Yeah. I don't know put if that, that would work out. It was, a, it was a great look. The Rose Bowl celebrated its 100th birthday wow. this weekend. Yeah. It, it looks it. It, they've 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 upgraded some things. I don't know if you're going to find a bigger fan of the Rose Bowl than yours truly. I I love the Rose Bowl game. I love the Rose Bowl yeah. stadium. Um, it really is one of the great venues. And it's old. It, it's not the most comfortable watch in the world. 
But what an unbelievable spot and what an unbelievable place for. Give you a perfect years. example. So, a month ago or so, when my cousin was in town, the cousin night we went to the went to the Burning Spear concert. I was took him around Pasadena. He's never spent any time in Pasadena. I'm like, you know, I'm going to drive him by the Rose Bowl. Sure. Come see it. He's like, wow, that's the Rose Bowl. You know, there's certain areas like you're just you're up a level and, and you could actually see just a good view of the Rose Bowl. Sure. Bro, it's so iconic that even if you're two hours away and you have never been there before, it's got a hundred-year history, you know, obviously, the parade and you know the, the affiliation for college football and how big that is, even he – you know, as old as it is, kind of starstruck, like, wow, that's crazy. That's the Rose Bowl. It has that. It has that allure to it. It, it has an incredible feel. Emily was asking me, you know, the, the best game that I've ever seen there, and that's not a good question because it's just such a – Texas. Of course. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, there's been a million great yep. games in that venue. Uh, that UCLA, might be the greatest college Arizona game State, ever. 2018. I don't think that makes the cut. I don't think that makes the cut. I, I I have such a personal connection to it too. My grandfather was going to that game. My grandfather worked in sports media for a long time too. Um, he there's a I have a great picture of him standing on the field at the fifty yard line with an old school mic, like the big mic yeah, yeah. for KCBS out here back in the day. Um, he's probably twenty six or seven, hmm. super young, and they're doing the coin flip. It was Northwestern against whoever Northwestern played, like in the late nineteen forties. It's just, a, Damn. just a, yeah, it's just a really cool spot. It's just a, I would re- Emily, we and I were talking about this this morning. You need to go, go to the Al's Arizona State uh, UCLA game that he's talking about. But uh, tickets are ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, at most. When that sun starts to go down, you get that little sunset behind the hills. Beautiful. Not a bad spot. Not a bad spot. Uh, the Chelsea and Tottenham managers had a very weird handshake post mm-hmm. uh, soccer game over the. Did you see that video? Yeah, I did see it. I'm a little confused by it. So. One guy held on and the other guy let go. It's what it looked like, right? Yeah, like one guy thought he was just doing it, and the other guy held on and, and kind of pulled, him, pulled him towards. And what, then a brawl that, nearly broke. Yeah, out. what is that? Is that like the like a power move? Like what is that? Imagine me shaking. Like, wouldn't you go up and just not shake the guy's hand and say, "I got a problem with you and this and that." Who was it? Juwan Howard? Was it? It was. It was Juwan Howard. Remember when they had that tussle with the other uh, coach? Other coaches yeah, during this the year, year yeah. with, Mishka- oh, with right, Michigan. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And but that wasn't like a. I don't understand the. If you got an issue, why are you shaking his hand and then pulling him? It just it, the whole thing looked awkward. Never let it go. It's a power move. It's and, and it's it's also uh, you know what move. It's one of those things that like what what are you trying to do here? Like if no. you like to your point, if you're pissed at me, yeah, just you know tell me point I got a problem me, with you. Coming point in, at me, do something because the second you pull me in, now I have to react. You've given me no choice but to react to your thing, and it, it got a little heated. Yeah, we should do that more. More soccer handshakes. Well, I, you know, I hadn't seen Taylor in a while, so I was this morning. Comes back from, uh, he gets back from Alaska, and I just tried to shake his hand, and he literally pulled me in like this. Same thing. This is what they're going to be talking heated. about in uh, Milwaukee Sports Talk Radio today about Giannis saying he wants to go play, or not that he wants to, that he might end up playing in Chicago at some point. It's a no-brainer. Everybody would love to play for Chicago. Down the line, you. You never know, you know. You never know how life brings it. Maybe, maybe I play for Chicago, but uh, right now I'm committed to Milwaukee. Okay, there's your day. Kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> there's your day. Yeah, when the best player in the league says, "Yeah, I'm here right now," but you never know. Everybody's wanted to play in Chicago. Is that a Jordan thing? Is I was that... going to say every. I I yeah. didn't know everybody wanted to play for the Bulls. I think it's got to be a Jordan thing, right? But it was so long ago. Like, I, do players look at the Chicago Bulls that way? I don't think they do. I'd imagine if if you were to say, 
I think more people would say maybe playing for the Knicks and at Madison Square Garden over Chicago. Chicago's been good more recently than the I know. Knicks. Well, the Knicks haven't been good in forever. Yeah, since Bill Bradley, right? All right. Uh, the Texas Rangers fired their manager, Chris Woodward. Uh, did that that happen this morning, Emily? They it got, happened during our show. Okay, happened during our show. Uh, this is why Clayton Kershaw going to the Rangers always felt like it was never going to happen. Because can you imagine him going through the last year or two of his career dealing with a terrible, terrible team, dealing with managers getting capped, them losing just about every single night? He's not signing up for that. This is the one thing that – I think is consistent with the Dodgers. And we have this conversation. We Actually, that conversation has started about Trey Turner. Okay, Trey, if you're somebody that decides you want to leave the Dodgers and you want to go play for a different franchise and you're going to go get paid a boatload of money, and that's not to say that the Dodgers wouldn't offer him a boatload of money too, but just know that not all franchises are created equal. So you're going to be playing for a squad that you could potentially never compete for a World Series again. The Dodgers are not shortchanging people. Now, they might tell Corey Seager, we don't want to give you X amount of years, and it's just not a good business move for us. Or Max Scherzer, it's just not a good business move because of your age. So they're smart with their money. But damn, the chance to just compete. Not everybody can say that, and the Dodgers can say that pretty much every year. Mace is in here right now, too. Mace, do you do you think that Corey Seager is like, dude, what did I sign up for? I know what I got a couple I extra do? million bucks along the way, but this really sucks. How many extra million bucks do you think he got for going to Texas? Probably 10 or 15. Yeah, I mean, what's 10 or 15 when you're talking about 300? I, I, I hear you. It, it's a compelling argument. Well, he signed for 300, I think, right? So it, it, the $325 million. $325. So would the Dodgers have gone to three, or would they have gone to – so is there a number where you can't – Let's say the Dodgers were at three. It's twenty-five. Let's say they were at two eighty. Now you're talking about forty. You think they, they were, were offering him that point. much? Forty you think- million bucks difference. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to blame the guy for signing on the line that is dotted, right? <laughs> ABC, ABC, A always B B C closing, yeah, always B closing. What is that number? If you're like two seven, it's you, not you, ten. You either get two hundred and seventy-five million dollars to play, be be one of the key guys to the Los Angeles Dodgers compete every year or $325 million and play for the Texas Rangers. Yeah, look, look, so Ramona's look coming in. She's all dolled up from TV. She just, got she's multiple got Starbucks Many Starbucks drinks. Yeah. I, look, yeah. I, I mean, I look like I live here. Yeah, no. You, no, you look great, though. <laughs> is is great. one of those a baby bag? Are you traveling? Like, what are we doing here? Oh, it seems like a lot. Breast pump and breast pump accessories. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the yeah. cooler for yep. said. We got to keep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. In between the TV and radio, which was amazing. I just walked over <laughs> with these things. And my, it's just the technology. You, these feel, days, you feel better? If people only knew. <laughs> I love. But you can't tell. I wear a shirt. You can't tell. I love the technology. That's when I wear my friend Steve Mason by coming over here with them in. So. I, I didn't think we were going to go from Corey Seager to yeah. breast pumps. I, yeah. th- th- that was not the transition that I was well, the demo Momo's here. Breast pumps is one of the operative <laughs> terms. Look at this chair. <laughs> Let's do a little super crosstalk, Taylor. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256 CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If it only grows stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk.
All right. So Ramona is here, fresh Momo. off of a TV appearance. Hello, Ram- Ramona. How are How's you? Going? How's I, going? I, I'm good. You look uh, very fresh-faced. You know, that's the beauty of hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I did not look like that when I walked in. All right. Well, you look great now. Lashes, I, hair, all yeah, this Yeah, we should get some, then, we should get some hair and makeup people Then look going. at all of us. And look you, us. you look like you slept in your car. <laughs> you know, I, seriously, I've been wearing this hoodie every day here for weeks now. For why weeks. wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Right. Well, this is my it's freezing in here hoodie, yeah. right? You have to have the it's freezing in here and hoodie all the time. On. And yet I have shorts oh, that's on. A little bit how about, how about when you walk outside and it's like 95? Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It is so friggin' hot right now. Well, Try hey. living in the valley. Oh, yeah, yeah guys, I know. You guys well, catch up on a story <laughs> I was weekend? just going to say, we were talking about this. Oh, no, I didn't hear did, this. Did you see the story? It was in the Times over the weekend. It popped up on my news feed on the phone, too. The super flood that is headed our way. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. You guys ready? Flood. Yes. <laughs> Hundreds like the, of inches of rain. I feel like the movie is coming out next fall. Yeah. Oh, oh LA that, super flood. By the way, that would be a fantastic Super movie. flood. Get on it, Hollywood. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in development right now. Super flood. Yeah. I mean, did you guys sleep as well as I did after reading that? This is, I don't know why. There are obviously many, many things in the world that are yep. very, very scary. Sure. But these are the ones that really kind of wormhole into my yeah, brain. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't know, this is, I, I read this over the weekend. So apparently the idea is that it's so hot and everything is so dried out mm-hmm. that somehow Los Angeles and the Bay Basin here is going to turn into a gigantic inland sea. You guys need to come out to Chatsworth. We have some mountains nearby. Oh, we'll yeah, just climb up there. You, you, move into the you guys, top you of can the live hill? on top of the mountains. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> well, I'm on top of a hill, so yeah. I feel pretty okay about it. Mean, you're still in Venice, right? Still in Venice. Oh, no, yeah, you're, you're, you're done. You're doomed. You're too close to the beach. No, no, you have to go no, all the way to That's a rise. It's not really a... Not really. We're not yeah, talking Pasadena's an inch dog. or two or three no. hundreds of inches. Yeah, no, it's true. Apparently, though, I inches. thought it was all a climate change story, but apparently this happened in 1868 or something. Yes. I don't know, I'm making that up, but it's a long time ago. The L.A. was an inland no, sea? No, Sacramento, you get a hundred-year flood. There was a big hundred-year uh, flood Yeah, you get the hundred-year flood that shows. I think that was the plot of uh, Point Break. The hundred-year swell. It's a new thing to worry about. There's earthquakes. Yeah. There was the fires. The fires, right? Now let's throw some water in there. Some mud slack. Get some you water know, here's, in a, here's the thing. My grandmother, uh, Rose uh, Santa Cruz from Altoona, Pennsylvania, lived on 6th Avenue for a long time, as you guys know. Uh, she <laughs> did not she know. would call me no matter what thing happened Happens. in uh-huh. California yeah. and said, are you okay? Yep. Right. So much like... Is your house okay? Mm-hmm. Earthquakes. Are you? Did you make it through? Uh, fires. Fires. Yeah. fires. Are you An animal escaped fires? a zoo. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. Is it outside? Rose Santa Cruz thought it affected me directly. That's nice. That's sweet. Yeah, she, she cared. Yeah, it's I, nice when somebody cares. It is. It is. I'll tell you this story. So my mom, my mom uh, lives in uh, Palm Springs. Yeah. So we say mom. Also li- underwater in this scenario. Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. We say mom's, mom lives in the desert. Mom's moving to the desert. And my grandmother says why would anyone want to live in a desert that's yeah, what my, totally gra- my grandmother didn't understand the difference between the desert and just living in a desert <laughs> which is completely different yeah they're a little different yeah. one has tennis courts the other one has scorpions correct one's <laughs> got golf courses little, yeah. and little one's got road runners exactly different. so what is the magic number going back to what we we're talking about where yeah. you would sacrifice like professional satisfaction <laughs> just based on cold hard cash 